Hey everybody, welcome back to Burn the Ship. We have Christy Mitchell here. How are you? I'm great. How are you this morning? I'm great. You know, surviving. I need my caffeine. Uh, so, Christy, you are a marketing strategist. So tell yeah. me, tell me a little bit. Give us a background of what you do. Yeah. So I have been in business for myself for a little over two years now. The first year of my business, I was kind of just taking whatever work I could find. And it was a lot of more like freelance, like executing on social media, email, website, those sorts of things, all like digital marketing realm. And what I kind of realized is what I'm most excited about is working on the strategy behind everything. So kind of like, how do all of the pieces fit together? And so that's where I've kind of like refocused within the past six months, I would say. And I mainly target women entrepreneurs, but um, I work with some small business and some corporations as well, but mainly on the strategy side. So figuring out how all the pieces fit together, where do you need to focus more effort to really get the return on your investment, um, all of those kind of pieces. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm big on social media and I actually just last night I was at a networking event talking to this guy who's very active on social media and he was like, businesses don't realize that you have to capitalize off social media. You have to utilize it. And I was like, that's what I'm saying. As soon as I started here at the MP group, I was like, why is our Instagram and our Facebook and everything like hasn't been posted on in forever? So definitely that's something that I hopped on and posting content 24-7 just to boost because the more people that see it, the more people that come, you're able to make all those connections. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people, you know, there's certainly still a lot of businesses who don't understand social and the importance of it. And that's okay. It's our job as marketers to like bring them along. But then there's people who are doing it but they're just posting to post and mm. there's no real like strategy or plan behind it. And that's where I get really excited to help people kind of take that step back, look at the platforms that you're on. Should you even be on all of those platforms? Should you be on different platforms? Like where's your audience? Are you in the right place to meet them? And then what exactly are you posting and how are you mixing up your content? You shouldn't just be talking about yourself and your services and why or products and why you're so great all the time. Mm -hmm. You got to be mixing it up and curating content and, you know, show your thought leadership in your space. Yeah. That's something that I think a lot of businesses need for sure. Uh, so where are you from? Where you living in New York? Yeah. So I am actually in Rochester, New York, which is Western way West. Uh, I always tell people I'm closer to Canada than I am New York city. So <laughs> nice. Have you been to Canada? <laughs> Yes. Well, I used, yeah, we used to go. I mean, it's everything border shut, shut down. down and yeah. <laughs> is it true yeah, that everybody actually, up there is super nice? Everything's better up there. Apparently there's this urban legend surrounding Canada that everyone yes. is just so cool and so nice and they're so chill. Yes, I think so. I mean, where I went, where we used to go in Canada was more city ish. So maybe not quite that Canadian level, but yeah. And the maple syrup, <laughs> how is it? I mean, I think our maple syrup here is fine, but... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't notice a difference? That'd be the first thing that I'm doing. You want to taste in some maple syrup up there. So have you lived in New York your whole life? Most of my life. I was born and raised here. I did move away. I went to college, actually, at Niagara University, which is like we could literally walk over the border to Canada. So my college days, I spent a lot of time in Canada because, you know, the drinking age was only 19 there. Oh, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> oh, in college? Buddy, I'd be there every night. 
So yes, you whip out my passport real Canada. quick. Um, so got my undergrad at Niagara. Then I actually moved to South Carolina for a couple of years. So spent some time down there. Realized the Southern life wasn't really quite for me, and we missed our family and friends. And so we came back. Yeah, that would be hard to move all the way to South Carolina when your entire family is in New York. Yes. It was hard. Um, so you said that you live around a bunch of like wine. You're like wine country kind of. We are. Yeah. The Finger Lakes region. Okay. Are you a big wine drinker? Uh, I used to be. I actually, <laughs> I, I recently started, I'm working with um, like a health, like a functional medicine doctor and Learning about better ways to eat and the fuel that I give my body and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure out some health issues. And so I actually haven't drank in like six weeks. Wow. So, strong woman. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Alcohol and a whole bunch of other things that I can't have. So, yeah, yeah it's been – I look forward to the day when I can have a, a glass of wine again. Yeah. I don't but. see anything wrong with just having a glass of two of wine. You know, don't doctors say that it's healthy to have a glass of wine? Yeah, it's or interesting. Did I make that up or I've re- well, red wine I hear is red better wine, than yes. white. But it's um wine is sulfite, which is like not sulfates, which is challenging for some people to mm. process. That's really what I'm learning is like things that may seem okay or even healthy as a general term just might not like your body just might not process it the way that it might not be healthy to yeah. your body. It might not be good fuel for your body. So. Everybody reacts different. Yes. Interesting. So, but yeah, we're known for Rieslings around here, which is a white. Oh yeah. The way that the, the hills and everything and the lakes and the Finger Lakes region, it's like very conducive to that type of grape. So we're very well known for Rieslings and the, the areas down here, they're just beautiful. Like just to drive around on a nice, Mm -hmm. you know, summer day, the views are gorgeous and the wineries are so quaint and welcoming and it's a really nice culture. So when I go up to New York, I'm going to have to go. I'm a big yes. wine drinker, love wine, and I haven't even yes. been to a vineyard yet. Like, I want to go yes. into a vineyard, take you pictures, sit down, yeah. try 15 different wines, and look at the beautiful area around me. Yes. Yeah. You you should definitely come, for sure. There's um, a lot of people travel up from New York City, too, to come to the Finger Lakes region because it's just it's so unique. And most of the wineries, like, they're right on their own vineyard, so it's like just the whole setting and everything. That's cool. Oh, it's making me excited for summer. <laughs> yes. It's pretty warm here. We're in like the 70s right now. It's really we got nice. snow last week. Oh, what, what month are we in? <laughs> April. April. And you're having snow? That's insane. Yeah. I was so mad too because my spring flowers were like finally coming up and then the snow came. And I was like, oh, oh no. It just destroys that's, them immediately. That's just how it goes up here. That's rough. Yeah, we're resilient. A, we're resilient. We bounce back. Those flowers will grow back. It's fine. If not, yeah. you can just you know go buy some fake ones. Yeah, just pretend. Put them in some sod or something and make them look like they're supposed to be there. People do that. I'm like, you can't plant fake flowers. It just doesn't look right. <laughs> no, I, all my flowers would die anyways if I was to plant any. So, not I'm not a, a gardener, to say the least. So back on the business side, what separates your business from your competitors? Yeah, it's been an interesting process to kind of refocus my business in the area where I'm most passionate because what I was doing before was like the execution, right? It's like the day-to-day tasks, 
like scheduling someone's social media, writing the email content, mm-hmm. scheduling the email to go out, segmenting the list for who the email is going to, you know, making some changes to the websites, you know, working with people on their blogs, like those sort of execution tasks, which need to be done. But there's a lot of other service providers who can do that for you. And so I think that that's something I'm really excited about to offer to my clients is that strategic oversight, because more and more people in the field of marketing are becoming highly specialized in one area. And so there's someone who's a great social media expert, right? Like they will, you know, get you found, they'll get you in front of audiences, they'll get you more followers or get you the engagement you want on social media. That's great. There's people who specialize in SEO. They're going to make sure you have all that backend, all the keywords, all the things you need to show up and search for people. There's, you know, graphic designers, there's branding people, there's all these different super specialized people and they're very talented at what they do. But I think where I'm different is I know how all of those pieces fit together and I can look at your business and what you're doing and where you want to go and, you know, look at all the data on the back end and help you come up with a strategic plan to make sure that you're hiring those right specialists to help you get, get you where you need to go. Cause I think a lot of times people say, Oh, I need help with this one thing. And they go find someone and they do that. And then sometimes they're sitting there wondering, well, how did that actually impact my business? Like, am I getting more leads? Did that really help me attract more customers? And so you're, you know, you're spending time and energy on these things without necessarily a clear picture on how they're contributing to your bottom line at the end of the day. Yeah, because you don't want to put your money where it's not needed. You don't want to you don't want to throw money at something just for no money and time. I feel like that's the big thing for me. I love working with women entrepreneurs because you know, a lot of us are, you know, we're running our business and we have kids and, you know, a family and we're running all these things. Like no one has enough time in the day. Right. So if I can save people time and tell you, look, you don't need to be on five social media channels. Like let's pick the one or two that make the most sense based on the data that we're seeing. I think data is another big piece that a lot of people don't pay as much attention to. And it can really provide a ton of insights to help you work smarter and not harder. Yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. So you have just like an overview of all of it. So you can ixnay, throw stuff out if it's not needed, which it's yeah. really nice when people, especially business like consultants, strategists are honest with the companies. Like you could make more money if you just lied, but you being like you don't need this. This is what's yeah. going to do best for you in your business makes a big difference. Honest, honest people. Yes, that is like at the core of my being. And I will be the first to tell someone like I just had someone reach out to me, we had a free consultation last week. And she's like, I think I need your help. Like I need to, I I don't think people are finding me for what I do. And you know, we set up a call. And I said, you know what, you're not ready to work with me, you need to work with a branding person and get clear on your messaging and what your offer even is and who your who exactly your target audience is like, you need to figure out all of these basic things first, and then I can work with you and help you come up with the content strategy that's going to help you reach those people and have a message that resonates with them and, you know, be on all the places where you need to be to get the message across and all of that. Right. And so that's another part that I actually really enjoy about my business too, is referring people out. I mean, I have a network of all those specialty areas that I talked about. And so if you come to me and you want my help, and it's not really a good fit, or it's not the right timing, I'm going to send you to the person that you should really go to. Because working with someone just to make the money 
it's not going to set either of us up for success. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to feel terrible about it. Like I'm, I take things very personally and I'm very passionate about helping my clients. And so if I took someone on and I couldn't help them, like I would feel awful. Yeah. And I wouldn't want them wasting their time or money on something that doesn't make sense for their business. Right. Um, We do the same thing. So I work for the MP group and we are actually a payment processing company and when we get statements from people, because we just want to help you save money on money that you've already earned. So big companies like Stripe and PayPal, they're, they have a flat fee, like a flat rate, and it's charging companies per credit card swipe. And they like these smaller businesses, especially like you don't know what you're paying for. Like you don't realize that it can be a lot cheaper if you use us because we charge you what is actually necessary instead of the overcharges that they do. Um, But we are, every time we look at someone's statements or something, if we can't beat it, we'll match it. But most of the time we're going to be able to beat it. And if we can't, then we just tell you, like, you know what? You're good where you're at. You're good where you're at. It's not needed. Come back. We'll revisit in a few months if anything changes. But right now you should stay with whoever it is. And people appreciate that. They appreciate the honesty. For sure. Yeah, I think that goes such a long way in whatever business you're in. I was just talking to a friend of mine who's out in LA and she's in the marketing space too. And but she works for a corporation, but we were just talking about, well, she helps her husband with his side business. And she was saying that she had hired a marketing contractor to help with SEO. And she's like, I spent thousands of dollars and got nothing. Like we got no results. Mm-hmm. It was awful. And then she's had the same experience with hiring a PR person. So she's telling me about, you know, her husband's small business and like they're investing this money and these people just came in and they didn't deliver at all. And she was so frustrated. And she's like, I know that's why you're good. You know, you're successful in your business. You're going to continue to be successful because you're a good person and you're good at what you do. You're talented. Like at the end of the day, it's stuff like that. When I hear those things, I'm just like, how can people do that (laughs) to people? Like, how can you be in business like that? It's just. I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. And I think it's really unfortunate when companies take advantage of other companies, especially small businesses. Yeah, it's it's a cruel world. It is. So tell our viewers uh, where we can reach you at. Where can we find you? Your website, email, yeah. uh, Chris, yep, social media. Mitchell.com. It's K-R-I-S-T-I-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L. ChristyMitchell.com. You can find me there. You can also find me on LinkedIn. I believe if you type in my name, I'm the first result that comes up for that spelling of Christy Mitchell. And yeah, send me a message. I'd love to connect. I don't, I will say I don't connect with everyone on LinkedIn unless I know you. I just feel like that's kind of the value and the networking piece. So reach out to me. I'm happy to set up a one-on-one. I love meeting new people and learning about you and your business and your journey and all that good stuff. All right. Sounds good. And I will definitely uh, be shooting you an email after this because I think that we can definitely uh, swap some referrals because I already had a few come into my head as we were talking. Yeah, that would be great. Awesome. Awesome. It was great meeting with you. Thank you for taking the time to do this. For sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'll be in contact. All right. Sounds good. All right. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye. All right. Bye.